For sure. Okay. Ray? Get ready when you are. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Cigar Guys podcast. I am your host, Alexander Gonzalez. Also your host, Mark Nikolai. Also your host, Jared Burrows. And Zach is MIA again. He wasn't kidnapped this time. Um, he actually went looking for the ultimate cigar to smoke, and he couldn't find it because it was right here in our humidor. It's called the Basis Cigar. Make sure you go to Basis Cigar. <laughs> BasisCigar.com, B-E-S-A, Cigar.com to get yours now. We deliver to you so you won't have to go out and get lost searching for it. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well so you can stay updated with when we upload new episodes and go to our link tree so you can find all our social medias. But today, us three, we're going to be talking about each of our top three favorite cigars right now, stuff that we've been smoking in the past few months. Uh, we're going to talk about each cigar, the brand, and then we're just going to kind of expand from there. So who wants to go first? I'll go. Start off with your uh, number three. I'll have to go with the uh, Aguinaldo Salif Maduro. Oh, that's a good one. Or Nicaragua, which I have here today, actually. For now, of course, I'm smoking my Padron. So I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Padron? No, Padron's not number three, of course. I'm talking the Aguinaldo Salif is number three. Oh, okay, okay. On my okay. list. Good stuff. Yeah, you've been smoking that one a lot. Do you like, okay, so now that you have both, do you like the Maduro more or the, um, the lighter one that you have there? Maduro. Yeah. But they had this today. Oh, they didn't have the Maduro. And they were, I was on a rush. Oh, no, they're out. Plus, I can't smoke the same thing every time. Right? True. Like you used to. <laughs> exactly. What's going on here? So, um, okay. Aganor Salif. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about them. Because um, they were uh, generous enough to give us some cigars for the last episode, I believe. Uh, that we... One of the last episodes. It's been a while now. But they gave us some cigars to try. They introduced us to the blending process for how they blend some of their cigars. So go check out that episode, Aganor Salif. And uh, basically, they would, you know, and this is what, this is how the process usually goes. You take your each individual leaves. So your uh, leaf that you want to be the filler, the binder, and the wrapper, and you try them individually. Go look at that episode if you want to learn more about that. But Aganor Salif is a great brand. They supply tobacco to tons and tons of different cigar companies. They've been around for a very long time, and they have a huge supply that they send out to all around. Yeah, and they actually make um, cigars for like good companies, you know. True, very true. Like it's not they're not producing cigars for like Gurkha or things like that. No, 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 no. I mean, they might sell cigar, or sell tobacco to them, but you never know. Yeah, you never know. But they're. Their uh, main lines are really good, too. I mean, like you said, you enjoy that one. The Guardian of the Farm is really good. That's a fan favorite. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, th- they're actually a really... I'd say they're underrated because I w- they probably don't des- They probably don't have, like, the f- as much publicity or fame as they deserve, maybe. I think they're overlooked, is what I'm trying to say. Well, we should have, like... I should have brought, like, a, like, a mini-map of all the companies they support... You know, all the tobacco they give to. Mm-hmm. There's probably a lot of fan favorites there we're not talking about. Yeah. You oh, could, well, because sure. the thing is, uh, <laughs> odds are, if you haven't had like an Aganorsa Leaf cigar from their main line, you've probably smoked indirectly. something. Right, exactly. Indirectly. Um, 
we'll have to bring that up on a video or something. Yeah, for sure. What about you? My number three would probably be um, Roma Craft Neanderthal. Ooh, that is a good one. You haven't had that one yet, I don't think. Have you had it on the podcast? Uh, maybe, maybe. Probably not. But that's and because you can get that at like Celery City, for example, or Cigar Hustlers. Uh, for certain reasons, they don't sell it at this lounge over here. I also see how that question get exhausted because it's like the more episodes you put out, I mean, how's he gonna remember every cigar we smoked? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have smoked it on here. Earlier days? Yeah. Probably, yeah. But Roma Craft is um, considered, I, I think they're considered a boutique brand still. Uh, but they make really, really good stuff. Uh, the Sabretooth and the Anderthal, uh, the regular Roma Craft line. Um, they also provide cigars for um, Palestine, which is a local brand out of Deltona. They make really good stuff. Cigar Hustlers, if you haven't heard of them. But Roma Craft is really good. They're not going to be as easy to get your hands on. So you might have to order them online, depending on where you are. But ask your shop, too, if they have them. Uh, Roma Craft is definitely a good brand. That's one of my favorites um, as far as boutique brands, boutique blends go. Yeah, they make a lot of stuff, and they're also pretty creative the way they do things. So you, they're fun. Uh, real quick, uh, Mark, what are you smoking right now? So I'm smoking uh, this Cuban. Whoa, what? There's a Cuban cigar, technically. It's Cuban leaves. They rolled them in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we got a really good connection. So usually when you hear stories about like <clears throat> things like that, like you don't know how much to trust it or yeah. like people are like, oh, these are from the factory, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So we aren't going to say who because we don't want to blow their smoke or blow the cover. But basically... A reputable source who exports cigars. Um, they basically have, you know, uh, Cuban cigar. Uh, they, get, they have Cuban tobacco. They, they grow tobacco in Cuba. They have a connection there. They grow the tobacco there. And uh, what they used to do is, you know, make the cigars there and then kind of hide them when they ship them out. But now they'll send the leaves to like Nicaragua, for example, or the DR, and uh, roll the cigars there and then put them, like, hide them inside certain boxes, like, in the middle, and then send them to the States. So that way they kind of sneak in there. Did you bring one for everybody? Uh, he, only, he only gave me one. Okay, so now he narrowed it down to a he connection. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she, he, she, they. It doesn't matter nowadays, honestly. Like, he probably doesn't even identify as a he, honestly. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I hope he or she watched this then. I don't know. <laughs> There's a chance of a that. name and face and a number. Your mom. <laughs> My mom sells Cubans now. She does. Yeah. To the cigar guys. She does. And yeah. didn't get me one. That'd be insane. That's actually messed up. That, yeah, it would be. And then real quick, um, I'm smoking Carlos Torano. This is the Exodus. It's a Maduro. My neighbor gave this to me, actually. He uh, gave it to me a while ago. and He told me to let it rest and try it out. Uh, so I'm enjoying it so far. Just lit it up. But I would say, by the way, when it gets to our number one, the base is not going to be on this list because, you know, that's a given. Like, it, there's no competition, you know. So the base is not going to be included in our top three. So anything but the base. So I would say um, right now, my number three favorite would have to be the Olmec 
by foundation, the Claro specifically. And you've mm-hmm. had that on the podcast before, right? Uh, I, I don't know. Or if it was our top the- ten valid episode for sure. I remember that. That when you made. I don't know. It. No, but I know that um, we've made videos with it, and I've talked about it quite a lot on our TikTok. I'm not sure if I've smoked it on the podcast, but um, it's definitely. Maybe I didn't hear you said the Grand Olmec. Then what are you smoking now? Carlos Tremano. Okay, Carlos Tremano. Yeah. I've been putting it off, so I figured I'd try it. But Foundation is a brand that we have talked about a lot on the podcast and our TikTok. Uh, they're a great boutique brand that makes a lot of great cigars. Uh, a lot of the good ones are on the darker side, Maduro's. Um, not necessarily like heavy hitters, but definitely rich in flavor, like the Foundation. Um, the Olmec, they have the Maduro and they have the Claro, my personal favorite. I just like the flavor better, more medium body. Uh, and Foundation is definitely one of Mark's favorites, I'd say. Yeah, man, I love Foundation, man. Is that yeah. going to be on your list? We'll find out. Well, <laughs> I feel like some are probably going to overlap, but we'll see. All right. Yeah, so, I, okay, so that that was going to be my number two. Okay, so you're going to switch it up for fun? Yeah, I'm going to switch it up All to right. the Tabernacle Lincero. Mm. The red or the black band? The, the red band. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. The Tabernacle, also by Foundation, they have a, a black band and a red band. I think the red band takes the cake for sure. <laughs> so, what about your number two? Um... I was going to bring out Liga Pravada 9, but I decided to buy... Well, I guess it doesn't matter. Liga Pravada in general, I okay. like. But I did bring a 10th anniversary of today, which I'm going to smoke next if I can get down to this. But uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Okay, so your number two is which one? Liga Pravada 9. 9, okay, okay yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good one. But both dark. I mean, I like it. Yeah, I smoked a Liga Pravada 9 yesterday. So good. That one, I think I had... I'm, not sure, I'm pretty sure I smoked that one before. I smoked that on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've never smoked this one yet, but. League of Nine is definitely better, but that's an interesting one. So you're going to blow through that Padron, I think. It's been a while, and it tastes pretty good without whiskey. So it's actually nice to have whiskey with it. Jerry's like, this is a whole new world. Yeah, it is a whole new world. I didn't have coffee today either, except my palate's like fresh as can be. Mm-hmm. And it's been like two days since I had a cigar, so it's like as fresh, as fresh, as fresh as it possibly could be. Yeah, you got to cleanse your palate. Yeah. I think when we uh, blend our next cigar, I'm going to have to go like one or two weeks, no smoking, get that palate cleansed out so I can really, really experience the blends that we're, we're trying out. Thinking about doing that. And what is your number two? Bro, that's a great question. I'm blanking so hard because I definitely had it, but... Uh, I'm going to have to say... Well, you well, mentioned his, so he changed and yeah. changed his number two. So what would... Yeah, no, we're doing some flip-flopping here. I'm trying to think of what I've been smoking mm. recently, too. I think... Um, mm, I know what my number one is, so we're not going to have a problem there. What is it? Um, I feel like it was going to be... Oh, I know what it was. It's a Toro Fuente, the Queen Bee, specifically. That one has been... Just on my mind all the time. Really good. I smoked that on the podcast before. That was our long ash competition. Yeah, that was my next question too. Yeah, which episode did you smoke on? But I crushed the competition with that cigar. 
great construction, great well, the, ash. The question isn't for me. It's so that I can, people can go back and see your view. That's the whole idea. Oh. Yeah, Jerry's just backlinking in real life. <laughs> yeah, I am. But they have the queen bee, and then they have the king bee, which is the bigger version. If you're like a, I think it's maybe 54 or 60 ring gauge, something bigger, longer smoke. But the queen bee by Arturo Fuente is a nice, dark, oily wrapper. Um, like I said, great construction, great jaw. The ash is just white, solid, doesn't even flake. I would highly recommend you guys try that one. And Atoro Fuente in general as a brand makes great stuff. Do you need a lighter? Yeah. Atoro Fuente makes great stuff. Cheap cigars all the way up to the really expensive ones like you get in the Opus line. So that's definitely, I mean, that's a fan favorite too. A lot of people like Atoro Fuente. Okay. What, so Jared, we'll go to you next. I have no clue what's coming up. I don't know what your number one is. So... Actually, the one I'm smoking now, a Padron 1926 or 64, but mainly 26s okay. are my favorite. But you're smoking the 64 now. What? You're smoking the 64 right now. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But in general, I usually see me with like a 1926. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when they see me out there, you know, <laughs> just in general. But, I mean, I love it. I've been smoking this like the last year, and it never gets old. Mm-hmm. It tastes good with like coffee or whiskey. So. Yeah. Mark. Number one. I think our number ones might be the same. I'm not going to lie to you. Ready? You for, go first. For me wrong. Okay. <laughs> Mine is... I'll get specific, though. It's the Padron 1926, the 40 year. Okay. Yeah. You talked about us. Yes. That's my most favorite one. If we go from the main line, it's going to be the number two, which is that Bellicoso. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mine was the Family Reserve um, 80 year. Oh. Yeah. That's a good cigar. It was either that or the Cuban Monte Cristo number two. But I felt like I felt like the Cuban was cheating a little bit. Yeah, I I didn't even think we were gonna include, include Cubans actually. That might have changed things. That Monte Cristo number two is really, really good though. Hmm. You have to try that one. We have to get you some. Yeah. And one of these. This cigar yeah. definitely has like a Cuban edge to it, so because you know it still feels like a like a media like a medium to light body. But the thing about Cubans is it doesn't have that lingering feeling in your mouth. You know, Does that have the lingering feeling? Or it no? does not, no. It is having some uh, burning issues, but that's another subject. That's another trait. It's like Cubans. lingering after like you push the air out or like when you swallow. But like, No, like he's talking like when you smoke it and the flavor just like stays in your mouth and then like you finish and it's still there and like the next morning it's still there. You know, some cigars are stronger, oh. stronger after well, I brush my others. teeth, so I never really... Uh, now, I brush my teeth too, but sometimes if you get a bad cigar, man, it'll like. But this mainly happens like inside smoke, like super dark ones, right? Like never the light ones. I, um, you I, can't say never, because sometimes it depends on like the filler and the binder and all that. So I'm glad um, you brought this up because I hear a lot of complaints people why they don't smoke cigars. It's for that reason. So I didn't know if he was joking or not, but I was like, no, oh no. There's if you get like a, a good high quality cigar, I think a, what a lot of people, a lot of brands are pushing for too is to make cigars that don't have a lingering taste afterwards or like that heavy aftertaste because that's become like a more complaint. Hmm. Um, but yeah. So like I was smoking the JFR the other day and it was like really heavy lingering aftertaste. But yeah, like you said, yeah, you brush your teeth. Of course you got to brush your teeth. Use the screen and all that. <laughs> but even then sometimes like you'll be there during the day and you'll be like, Oh, I still taste it. 
Um, I mean, if you have Padron, I feel like Padron's like a heavy hitting cigar, but there's not much lingering after that. Maybe for the rest of the night, but not like into the next day. Yeah, I never really get it with Padron that much, really. I, yeah. do, I would say I do get it in my beard. Even like, I mean, you really have to wash I mean, it. beard and hair. Like, yeah, yeah, it's always. Yeah, you always get in your beard. That's why the girls are like, no, I don't want to go inside. I just washed my hair. I can't wash it for four days. <laughs> Whatever they say. Yep. Yeah, uh, we smoked, I smoked a B2B on a live. And like, I left the, I left the live and I still felt like I was smoking it. It was so bad. And then I went home, brushed my teeth, and I woke up the next day and I still like kind of tasted it. I was like, sucks. Yeah. Part of it's quality, but part of it too is like Padron, for example, their tobacco is aged for so many years before it's even rolled. So the the aging and the curing will help take some of that uh, aftertaste off. So if you have a cigar that's more fresh, it could have more of that aftertaste flavor. Well, I feel um, like we need a whole episode just on this. I'm pretty curious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll have to pull up the science on that. But, I mean, that's why with the base of cigar, one of my favorite things, which we don't talk about too much, is that a lot of people actually mention this when they're smoking it, but there is not a lingering taste or an aftertaste. It's very light, so you smoke it, and you're not going to have like that bothering you the rest of the day or the next day. Um, so I think that's what a lot of, especially boutique brands now, to try and stand out, they're looking for that quality of not having like a lingering tobacco taste in your mouth still i think it's become more important competition wise because competition in cigars now is just growing and growing and growing yeah i'd agree yeah for people that smoke like three or four cigars a day i mean they probably don't even notice that's true yeah but for a lot of people to get into cigars you know they don't they don't want that yeah if you smoke a few cigars it's like you kind of just accept it yeah you like started well you started with padrone jared so you wouldn't even um no, but yeah, if you ever get like a bad cigar and it's kind of stays in your mouth. Yeah. Like an acid. That would probably cause one, yeah. Did you have a bad aftertaste with the acid? <laughs> I was hoping you'd say, yes, I agree. I agree. Um, no, we don't because we haven't had it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I only had the acid at one time. Um, no, I don't really remember any aftertaste. Hmm. But like I said before, when we're having like, you know, whiskey on the podcast or like uh, um, coffee, in the morning, the cigar, you really don't have that kind of like, you really can't tell. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because the coffee is so bitter, especially if I get it like a double espresso black. Yeah, the coffee cleanses your palate boom, too. You know, and other things. Yeah. Yeah. That's like too, if you go to um, the mall and they're like, you know, displaying colognes and stuff and you smell them, they have like espresso beans in that little container. You gotta kill them. So you smell it and then it helps you like reset. It's kind of the same with drinking coffee and smoking cigars. Have a cup of coffee in between your cigars. And then it helps clear out your palate a little bit. A little cheat cheat for you. Then I'll explain my whole logic and reasoning because I always have coffee after my cigars for the night. Yeah. In between during. I just love coffee, so. Yeah. I'm down. I'm up to like four or five a day. <laughs> Damn. I just drink. Uh, That's Mark's fault. My fault. I didn't do anything. I actually just drink a ghost. I go I drink a ghost before I go to the gym and then I'll have a coffee. Well, like an espresso probably. Mm. Or a double espresso. Same thing. That's what I need. We need a Sky Guys gym podcast. Mm. <laughs> have one while we're working out. <laughs> Smoking yeah. cigars. Yeah, we'd be kicked out, but yeah, we could do it. We'll just go to like Planet Fitness and do it. Because like if we get kicked out, like who cares? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's only ten dollars too, so Yeah. Unless they're doing like a fifty dollar sign up fee or some stupid thing. Should go on the free pizza day too. Yeah. Let's do that. Free pizza, cigars, gains, content. I will show you like benching two twenty five. I'll have a cigar, hand one to you, you smoke it, then he hands you a slice of pizza. As I'm benching two twenty five. And then you're like, this is weak sauce. And then you go up to like 315. <laughs> because, and this is a discussion I've been seeing quite a lot in the TikTok comments, that cigars raise your testosterone. That's uh, considered a controversy amongst the community. How do you feel about that, Jared? Um, I mean, I've never had my blood work done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my blood work done like before or after, but that's a good test to do too. We should do that. That would be interesting. Yeah, see, I don't need a blood test to know. I just feel it. <laughs> feel it coursing through my veins. <laughs> yeah, but just to prove it to the audience, because you know, they they need proof. Prove it. Smoke one. Then you'll know. Every time I smoke a cigar, I literally feel my testosterone rising. I can literally see the graph in my brain. We need a video of this. Yeah. You've been answering a lot of videos and a lot of questions. I think it helps a lot of people out. We do not have a video on this. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. When I smoke a man, my balls grow like twice the size. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I smoke a cigar for the gym. I go, have the best workout ever. Come home, drink coffee, relax. In fact, Mark did smoke before he went to the gym last podcast and didn't drink. Mm-hmm. There's, there's in, not proof necessarily, but actual in action. I'm going to the gym after this too. Boom. There we have it. Got to optimize on the testosterone. You this know? is like the peak right now. We're having very, very nice conversation surrounded by fellow brothers smoking cigars. I think that if we got our blood work done right now, the, the, the guys would be like, what, what are you guys Easily taking? You guys are taking trend. For sure. Like, hey, bro, you natty? Nah, I smoke cigars. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cheat, bro. But cigars are all natural, so I would say you're still natty. But at least in my opinion. I'm no doctor, but it's funny, I saw this on TikTok the other day where this guy was talking about um the pros and cons of cigars, but the only thing he could say negative against cigars is the fact that there's potential of mouth cancer. Yeah, that's true. But as long as you're not smoking like a you know, a, a vape e cigarette or like just cigarettes in general, which are like way worse and process. Yeah, you have the potential of getting cancer from eating chocolate cake, though. So, I mean, virtually everything yep. you touch, tossing salads, breathe the air in California. <laughs> <laughs> you I go mean. to California and breathe the air, it's like a uh, Prop 42 or Prop 49. They're basically telling you you're going to probably maybe catch cancer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you get sick from doing anything. Because, you know, when you toss a salad, the romaine could have E. coli. <laughs> Yeah, plus, I mean, the government that really, really looks out for its citizens and really takes care of us would totally not put things in our food that would increase our cancer, risk of cancer. I don't see that happening. For sure. This is why I agree with Mark's diet, because he limits the amount of things he eats. It doesn't really mix it anymore, right? It's just pure, like, meat now. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All meat diet. You got to do the all <coughs> meat and cheese. Nah, red meat, salt, and water. That's it. I think, I'm thinking about just doing the straight carnivore, like only meat. My dad's doing this. He's lost like 20 pounds in like two months. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty crazy. 
and it cures a lot of like autoimmune diseases too. Yeah, it's gonna be a big grocery bill. Just buying steaks. Yeah, because so, yeah, go on. So I'm glad you brought that up because my dad has a, had to talk about this many times. Every person talks about this too. So like, if you're cutting out all the sides, carbs, all the fatty food. Well, actually, fats are okay, but pure fats, not like chips with cheese and like you know, yeah, like, yeah, like nachos. But like, if you're cutting out all the carbs, you're saving a lot of money on like the addiction of wanting to buy more. Your insulin levels are safe, mm. and you know, eating just pure protein, then mm-hmm. you're pretty much good to go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess when you put it like that, it makes sense. Also, you feel more full. That's what I've been hearing exactly. a lot of people say on so it. you don't eat as much. So your insulin levels aren't spiked. You have to keep re-spiking them every single time. And so you're pretty much you're pretty, it's pretty safe. So does he eat strictly gra- uh, beef? Or? That's, that's, a, that's another great question. So like he eats like fatty beef that has like natural fats. Yeah, like yeah. ribeyes, things like that. Yeah, he loves ribeyes, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're good. This is my favorite. Yeah. But what about like, uh, like, like a sausage? Will he eat a sausage? Yeah. And also when he cooks things like sausages and stuff in like a pan, he'll put like added like real natural, like either butter or fats mm-hmm. yeah. from an animal and won't actually use like olive oil, canola oil, mm-hmm. plant stuff anymore. Yeah. Tyler was saying that he knew a guy who was doing like the all meat diet and he got so lean that he actually had to eat like a stick of butter every day yeah. to keep like his fat intake normal. I don't think my dad eating sticks of butter, but like he puts butter yeah. and cooks it with it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, could you also just like melt it and drink it? Or would that like get rid of the, I don't know. I don't even know how that works. Well, think about it. You go to like any steakhouse, it's really nice. They, there's nothing else on there. It's like filet mignon, based in butter in a pan, mm-hmm. you know, seared both sides. Careful, the place really hot. And then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you just add like maybe salt, pepper. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you have a really good steak, like, Sometimes you don't want to season it with a lot of stuff besides like salt and pepper. But, you know, a lot of people like that A1 yeah. sauce. Is he okay with other seasonings though? Not if it has any calories. Or, or actually not calories, uh, like carbs, like sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No sugar. Yeah, no sh- uh, sugar obviously, but like other stuff like salt, pepper, or like maybe like cilantro maybe. I think so. As long as it's minimal. Like yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Nothing has sugar. Mm-hmm. So when I got to eat with him, it's very, it's very like, he'll, like last time I went to eat with him just recently, he ordered like two entrees with no sides and just like pure steak. Nice. He just hands the, entre- the sides out to everybody else and just eats it. What a champ. Yeah. This is what we got to start doing, Mark. Why you want my sides? <laughs> no, I don't. I can't, yeah, I might need your sides. But bulk up extremely and then just cut it all. Yeah, I'm already pretty bulk, man. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. If you had your own farm, the cigar guy's farm, and then you had like your own cows, and you had your own milk, and made your own butter, made your own cheese, yeah, and then you had your own steaks. Make sure we keep the tobacco separate from the the cows so they don't eat it. What? You, you think well, we if we have, like, if we have a cigar guy's farm, obviously we're going tobacco well, on yeah. that farm. So we got to make sure that we just keep the cows away from the tobacco. I don't think they would eat it. Uh, you, it's I not grain. Know. I don't know. You'd be surprised. Are you Googling it right now? Connor would it, yeah. Oh, I meant the do cows eat tobacco. I'm uh, sure they don't <laughs> eat it on purpose, but I'm sure you, know, you get some like cow baby. What are those called? Calves. Oh, is it? Oh, he eats eggs too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love eggs. I love eggs. So the key to getting really, really you know, uh, get your BMI down, like really, really down, like 3%. You got to eat, what is it? 
I think it's eight eggs six times a day <laughs> and a cup of broccoli six times a day every day for 30 days. And that's the ultimate hack. Yeah, I hope that like flushes you out. <laughs> yeah, so you just got to eat like thousands of eggs a month. It's, it's easy. It's honestly easy. Like I did it last week. In this economy? <laughs> what are you, Bill Gates? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is for like the rich and elite, I guess, you know. I bought it. It's about a gold chain that holds an egg to show, show people I can afford eggs. Yeah, like, you know, you're flexing a gold chain. It's like, all right, whatever. But guy pulls up with a carton of eggs. You're like, holy cow. This saying. guy's got money. Do you have a gold container for it, too? Yeah. Well, that's the cheap part. The eggs are the, <laughs> the, eggs are the expensive part. <laughs> oh, man. Also, real quick, uh, if you guys haven't seen this book that Mark is sitting next to. It's the Cigar Guy's Ultimate Guide to Cigar Smoking. You can get that in our link tree as well. It's got a lot of great information in there. This is the first edition. So get that right now. It's got some great cigar recommendations in there. You can get the hardcover, the paperback, or the ebook for you digital guys like Jared. Uh, but yeah, that's a book that we did. We collected all the knowledge of the official Cigar Guys members as well as other master blenders and stuff like that. Podomo Champagne, that's another one for you newbies, beginners. Podomo Champagne is actually a cigar that we will recommend to some people. My my father, Connecticut, that's another one I've been recommending to a lot of people. My father and Podomo. What is that third one there? What is that? The basis cigar. How'd that get in there? But yeah, so make sure you check out our link tree too because there's a lot of stuff in there. Social media, short form content books cigars we hook you guys up actually i've been getting a lot of good feedback about all the help that we've been putting out there all the feedback i'm loving the hardback cover that hardback cover is sick right yeah this hardback's nice it has a good feel to it yeah it's like a soft touch yeah all right quit stroking it oh man so i think we should put out more content for the sky guys university and books as well true true we do need to do more Cigar University content. We do informal. We do Cigar 101, but we need to do more Cigar University. Yeah, yeah. Suit it up. Exactly. Looking spiffy. I will say that, since we were talking about it earlier, this is one of the cigars that kind of leaves a little aftertaste in there. Actually, not too bad. It's a little bit, but I am enjoying it. It's got good flavor. I think it's relatively cheap, too. So if you're looking for a cheap uh, Maduro... It's got good flavor, good draw too, good construction. Carlos Germano, The Exodus. I would recommend this one. If you got more money, flex up a drone like Jared does. That's like a good, you're spending 16 to 20 bucks depending on which one you get. Yeah. Yeah. I like it though. It just never gets old. Never, it's never totally bad worth it. It never gets old, right? Never it never gets old. Yeah, I was actually watching a clip the other day where Zach was talking about have I ever had a bad Padron stick, and to this day I still never have. No. Yeah, we actually had a guy come on our ticket because we made a TikTok. Mm, on, let's talk about that on why uh, Davidoff's were in our top five. Where it wasn't in my top five favorite, and we were going off on like uh, for the price point, the quality, blah blah blah. And this random guy's name was random was like his name was um, someone. That oh, was his name. Yeah. So we're like random Davidoff employee. 
Random Davidoff employee showed up to the chat. Totally and not a Davidoff What, what was he saying? You were the one commenting. He said um, that Davidoff has the best quality control. Period. Um, and he said that he has never had a problem with Davidoff. And when he has Padrones, he has plugging issues. He has construction issues. He finds like spots on him and all this stuff. And does he work for Davidoff? He had to, man. I've never heard anybody say that about Padrone. I've, I've never heard a plugging issue on Padron. If, if there's anything, like maybe uh, maybe it was smoking a little weird. I've never heard never heard a plugging issue. They have like the most open draw in the cigar game. Which no, is, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, how long has he been smoking cigars and how does he smoke a Davidon? Well, he's been smoking cigars for 20 years, but it's only been Davidon. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Hmm. I told him that uh, he must be getting all the bad Padrones, like all the rejects, and he's only getting the best Davidoffs. So, like when I first started smoking cigars, this is the only edge case I could possibly think about. Is he buying them and not putting them in a humidor and letting them sit so they just unravel? They come home dry, taste goes away. I would away. assume that if he's like, doing that, though, he would do that with the Davidoffs too. Dude, I really think it was a Davidoff employee. It was the, it was an undercover op. The CEO of Davidoff saw it. He's like he's like, oh, pause, pause. Let me let me go with my burner account. <laughs> <laughs> so you might be on like an episode of Undercover Boss in the future. Undercover Davidoff TikTok commenter. Oh, commenter. Yeah, no, no. This is the comment section. Oh, TikTok. okay. If this is a person in real life. I mean, like, sounds like a Gurkha no. person. No. <laughs> His name wasn't actually someone. That was his username. We were talking about a story earlier. I can't think of it. We're, we're going to share it on here today. Mm. Oh, yeah. Was that how I um, intercepted a UPS truck? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, all right, I gotta make sure I tell the story right. And so this is in the beginning stages of us trying to get our cigars out there. Right. So we were uh, we've blended our cigar at this point, the basis cigar, basiscigar.com, and the cigars are coming in, and we are waiting for our bands to come in, like via mail because we had them already. So we had them sent to a certain establishment, and this place has done business with them. The band, the place that printed the bands has done business with this place in the past. So the band place sent it to the old address of the location we were sending it to. So we show up to the right location because we're like, hey, it's supposed to be here today. You know, did you get them? Looking for them? No, we didn't get anything today. We didn't get anything today. So I call them up, the printing company. I'm like, hey, what, you know, what's going on? He looks through it. He says, we sent it to this address. And they're like, no, this is old address. He's like, oh, okay. So we went to the old address, drove there, show up. It's like, I don't even remember what kind of company it was. It was a totally different company at this point. We're like, hey, did you get any packages? No, we didn't. Okay. Go back to the real location and there's a UPS truck outside. We're like, oh, okay. Maybe they have it. Unloading stuff. We're like, hey, um, we're looking for this package. Here's the info. Da, da, da. They're like, oh, let me look. Let me look. And he's looking and he says, oh, it looks like they tried to deliver to the old address, but it wasn't the right business. So he took it and it's probably going to go back to like the facility today. And we're like, we want these bands. We need these bands. So he's like, listen, um, I'm going to go meet up with this other driver because he's a little slow. You know, I'm, I'm going to actually take some packages from him and help deliver him. So I'm going to grab your package and you got to let me get your number. I got to meet you at a certain location. I got to text you. And then you got to meet me at this location at yes. this time, you know, whenever I get there. Super undercover. Yeah. 
So I'm like, all right, let's do it. Give him my number, whatever. I go home, you know, wait it out. I, I didn't get home in like five minutes later. He's like, hey, meet me here. 15 minutes. I'm like, bet. Let's go. Get in the truck. Drive down there. He's like, no, no, no. Actually, I got to meet you over here. I'm like, okay. Drive over there. Pull out behind this alley. Two UPS trucks. Transferring packages. So I like walk up. I'm like, yo, you got the stuff? He's like, yeah, man. Give me the package. Just sign here. Sign. Got it. Basically, that's the story. I tell people I intercepted a UPS truck. I completely switched the route. I basically had UPS in the palm of my hand. He hacked our system, rerouted them, and we intercepted. Will this be in the book of like how the base was created? Yes. Absolutely. It'll probably be exaggerated, but that was actually straight up how it happened. We'll probably add some more details in there to make it more fun. When we make our movie, too... Obviously, acting as ourselves, it's going to be like a drug deal. Yeah, I was going to hire Mark, Wah- Mark Wahlberg to play me. <laughs> so it sounds like it was a new employee then, right? Uh, nah, nah. They just put the wrong address on it. Yeah. Some people say, all right, if Mark Wahlberg's going to play you. I guess you're going to be short in the movie. But um, <laughs> people said that I look, in the past at least, they said I looked like Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Mix. Well, they said those two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's either going to be, it's probably going to be Shia LaBeouf acting as me. (laughs) I've got to look like a more beefy uh, Matt Walsh. Yeah. I mean, he's basically an actor now, so. (laughs) And then uh, Jared could be played by I'm thinking... When I was younger, people would say, without the beard, like, you look like Robin Williams. But I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Is that a compliment? I was like, uh. That doesn't sound like a compliment. <laughs> With Shia LaBeouf one, is that a compliment? That, yes. Mm. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I was thinking like uh, Denzel Washington. <laughs> With a beard. Yeah, yeah, be- Okay, yeah, I see it. Yeah, Denzel Washington with a beard, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ryan Gosling is MLK. You know. Ryan Gosling as Martin Luther King Jr. Actually, you know what? I feel like John Cena could play me pretty well. <laughs> Mark's just not in the movie. <laughs> Who are they talking to? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen John Cena with a beard. That'd be very interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've either. No. Yeah. Who would play Zach? Uh, probably some no-name actor. Yeah, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably some actor off Wish or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll play Zach. I'll, I'll do it. That would be funny. <laughs> Zach should play you. We just play each other. <laughs> that would be hilarious. People wouldn't know the difference though. They'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I saw you guys' movie. You guys acted as yourselves." Yeah, we did, <laughs> and didn't change anything. People confuse Matt and Mark and Zach all the time. They're yeah, like, oh, I, yeah I, I saw Mark over here. I'm like, Mark's out of town. I don't understand how because he's like taller than me. Like he's like. A decent amount taller than me. Zach's like 6'3". Well, yeah, I think I told you just the other day. Like Someone's like, hey, where are the Vesa boys at? I just saw uh, Mark and Zach at the post office. I was like... Uh, I think he said Mark or Zach. Yeah. He wasn't confident enough to pick one. Fair. We have some strong family genes. Yeah. Not that that's a good thing. <laughs> they're strong. They're not good. Keep the bloodline pure. Wait. 
Whoa, pause. Pause, pause, pause. Pause, 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 pause. How do, um, how do you like your Cuban? It's good, man. Uh, tastes good. Draws good. Smoking a little weird, though. Had a little tunneling issues. A little burning issues. Construction issues. Well, they were under pressure getting caught by the government. Yeah, but I mean, the flavor and everything is good. It's just the construction issues, really. Yeah. Throw me off a little bit. It happens. It happens. Yeah. How do you like yours? Pretty good, actually. The draw is good. So the draw construction, everything is really good. The flavor is decent, So, but it's still really enjoyable. It's like if you have a cigar that tastes like okay, but the construction, the draw, and everything is good, like really good, you still really enjoy the cigar. It's better than I would say a cigar that tastes great, but has a bad draw. It's just like falling apart. That, that ruins the experience, I think. And then another, speaking of, one of the other discussions was if you're not enjoying your cigar, like, do you put it out and give up or do you just like power through and finish it? Well, okay. I don't care if it's like a hundred dollars. I'm just going to put it out and find something I like. Okay. So I, I give it till about halfway. And if halfway, I still don't like it because I've smoked some cigars where the first quarter is like a little funky and then I'll get to the halfway point yeah. and then it'll be like, all right. But if he gets to the halfway point and I'm, not, I'm still not digging it, okay, mm-hmm. I'm putting it out. No, because my thing is if I'm genuinely not enjoying the cigar, like what's the point? That free one we got the other night, or that came with the uh, the pack with the whiskey, whatever. I forget what it was. I put it out halfway through. It was the first one I've ever done in my life. It came with what? The Oh, at the event? At the event, yeah. What came, what came with that? I don't I forget what it was called. That's how much I didn't like it. It happens, man. If it's really bad, you have to you just have to put it out. Some guy was like, "No, no matter what, I'm going to power through." I'm like, "All right, well. yeah, that's you. That's you. That's not me, though. Not me. If I'm not enjoying it, it's going out. Sorry. If it's decent, though, I'll finish it. Yeah, I mean, there have been cigars too where like I'll be smoking it, and I, I you know, it'll be cigars that I like, and then uh. Usually after a few drinks, if it's like my second or third one for the night, I'll like just I'm like I'm done, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I'll put it down. Especially when you've had like three, and you're like, "Why did I pick this up?" Yeah, it's because you're drinking. So then you're like, you're like, ah, I'll grab another one. Yeah. Oh, you know they don't close for three hours. Basically, like, what else are we gonna do? Yeah, dude. I had a I yeah I was smoking yesterday. I was smoking a curly head. Charles Fuente. And uh, I was talking to someone and he's like, yeah, how much was that stick? I was like, $3. And they're like, no way. A Fuente, $3? I was like, yeah, go look. It's on the shelf. And dude, that's honestly, I would pay like $8, $9 for that. Because you know, it's not a big cigar. Yeah. it's I, it's I'd say they could definitely put the $8 price tag on it. Yeah. And I, no wouldn't, problem. I wouldn't complain about it. Yeah. Do you think they lose money on that just to sell the brand? No. Make money off the other parts? No. Other brands? I they don't I, I wouldn't say they lose money because that cigar still costs them like fifty cents to make. Okay. Yeah. And the amount of volume they sell is insane. So Yeah, and they don't put a band on it. So No is band. It, no, there's no band on it. That's but for three dollars, man, I mean. You really can't for three dollars, you really can't beat it. If they put a band on it, like a nice looking band, they could just up it to like ten dollars and no one would know. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, but for $3, man, it still impresses me to this day. Yeah. 
And it's a good size too. Like you, you get an hour, hour and a half, depending on who you are. For us, it's like an hour, but you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, you know, it's funny. We have a bunch in our locker, and uh, that's usually like our second stick, so you don't really appreciate it as much. Yeah. If you smoke that first though, it's really good. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So I had it first yesterday. Yep. Like I said, I bought a box of fifty of those. Fifty. Okay, so a box of fifty of them literally cost like me one hundred twenty. Like, I think I, I think I got it for like ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get a sale going, yeah, it was even cheaper than retail. Even in New York, I think it was like still like four or five bucks a stick. That's really good. You're getting raped in New York with taxes and all that. The base of cigar, if you found it in New York, probably costs like twenty two dollars. I'm gonna say that maybe. I don't know. It depends. They do. They do it weird over there. Davidoff would be like forty dollars. Now I'd probably order online though, right? Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, v- VPN. Order online. They still have to pay taxes <laughs> though. Yeah, but if you have VPN, not saying you should do that, but you should buy basis. I ain't saying you should do that. Speaking of, our orders exploded last night. Yeah, they did. They went crazy. Absolutely exploded. Besa had the best day online we in its shipped. history. Yeah. We shipped so many boxes that we had to make like a bunch of trips from TPS? No, the <laughs> post office. Bunch of trips. We well, I mean one trip to the post office, but back and forth from the truck. Crates. Literal crates. <laughs> Literal crates. We were carrying the crates in. People were looking at us like, what is going on? This other guy had like a giant container on wheels we should have used that <laughs> so yeah all those guys order the basic cigars you'll get yours in like two three days yeah we should have them out right away yeah and we got more orders after that so sorry you guys missed you guys missed the delivery but it's coming the next day but i think we'll we're finishing up cigars so we'll wrap it up here final thoughts uh jared I have to I have to know what you think about the cigar. <laughs> it's still pretty good. Yeah, it's okay. Pretty Can never put this out. Can never put it out. I don't care how much I spent. Nah, but uh we appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode of the Cigar Guys. Make sure you subscribe so you can see how to when we upload new episodes. Go to our link tree, follow us on other social media so you can see our short form content. TikTok, people love the TikTok. Uh go to basicigar.com, also in the link tree. So you can stay updated with when we or not stay updated. So you can get your base of cigars shipped to you straight to your door and you'll enjoy those. We guarantee it. But other than that, so I'll see you next time. See Have you. Good night. See you guys.